Chuckleheads. I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Jack Hoffman, class of 1961. Jack's going to tell us everything from his time growing up in Bethany, uh, graduating from Bethany College, and then what he did uh, with the rest of his life still raising a family here in Bethany. Uh, but without further ado, this is Jack Hoffman. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Jack Hoffman, class of 1961. Make sure this is the right tee. There you go, Jack. There's your tee. Um, we're going to do this like we do every week. Jack's going to tell us everything from his time as a high school student here in Bethany to a college student here in Bethany. To I think there's a trip to Germany in there. I think there's some other things that you're going to tell us. And then uh, his what he's doing now and what he's done throughout his time from, uh, I believe we're going to start at 1954. Uh, so you were saying right before we started recording that there wasn't much to do in town and you dealt a lot with the college right. students. Right. So, Well, I knew most of the college students, you know, growing up mm -hmm. because we used to devil them to death, you know, interrupt their chapter meetings and steal their... So there was homecoming floats and a lot of hijinks. Homes. A lot of hijinks going on with yeah. the town's kids and that's right. Okay, that's right. and water balloons and snowball fights and whatever else it was. So, not on. This isn't just you though in the town. This no, is, no, this this is Bob Chambers and well, Bob wasn't as, wasn't as mischievous as that, that's right. that's a good word. <laughs> So, he, he was more of a worker. He had to work and stock shelves. And, yeah. But uh, there were some other kids around that were... Now, what would Chambers have looked like if we were sitting in Chambers in 1954? Does it look the same as the... No. So what would it, look, what would it have looked like? Well, it was... Uh, I think at one time, early, it was counters. You know, and just just stock shelf like yeah, shelf counters, right? And the, whoever was working would get, and then they opened it up, similar to what it is now. Mm -hmm. This part was not um, where we're sitting here in, in right. Harry's secret layer. Well, actually, from what Harry tells me, this is Jack's secret layer. This is where Jack right. runs away. <laughs> when, when I wanted to get away, that's where I came. on, Bob and I were working in a little shed in the back, mm -hmm. and there was a moat here on the, a cement wall about this far away from, from the store. Yeah. And um, a bridge that went over into the second story from above. So where, where my, basically where my apartment is, it would have gone into that, or it would have gone into no, the apartments? Oh, the bar. Okay. The bar. Okay. And, uh, then this was added uh, not very long ago. So you graduated in 56? 56. 56, I graduated. From Bethany High School. Now, what was that? And for those of you that are alumni of Bethany, that would be the Hurl Center now. Um, right. What was that building like? Because I've been told there was a there was a balcony above the gym, and there was right. there was a 
there was a balcony above the gym because the seating capacity in that place is probably, what, 50 people? 50, maybe. You're going to be real tight at 50. <laughs> and I played basketball and got, you know, my share of splinters. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really nice way of saying that. Took me a minute to put what you were um, so let me ask you a question about Bethany High School. So the college goes is all green, green and white, green and white, green and white. Right. Bethany High School was black gold, and gold and black. So yeah. where, why black? Why the gold and black? Is there something behind I that? Have, or I have no idea. <laughs> that was well before my time. <laughs> um, so you graduate in '61. Or right. graduate Bethany in '61, so you decide you're gonna you you're, you're from Bethany, right. you graduate from Bethany, and you stay in Bethany. Why the choice to stay here, at Bethany? Well, after I graduated from college, I decided that I had to leave. Mm -hmm. So I uh, there were no jobs. Uh, I worked for B and G, you know, during the school year, but. There were no jobs for accountants at, in Bethany, yeah. so I couldn't stay. So I went into the service, into the finance area of the military, and uh, they sent me to Germany because the Russians had built the Berlin Wall. Mm -hmm. And they were building up over there like crazy. and. I went to France first in the Loire Valley okay. to make the best wine in yeah. the world. <laughs> and uh, I had a chance to go to Bremerhaven, Germany. And it's the the Bethany town connection doesn't doesn't stay far away for very long. No. And I know that there's somebody that's going to be watching this that really wants this story. So how was the arrangement made to where you met Bob getting off of his... Bob came over on his ship. Now, the finance had good relations with all the pursers on the ships that came in. They had good relations with all the higher-ups. Mm -hmm. So I went to them and said... Hey, a friend of mine is coming over, and I'm going to get him off the ship for the afternoon because I know you guys are not doing anything. They're just sitting wait, yeah, waiting for the train. And uh, so I, they brought. Bob so you know Bob's coming, and you're going to be there, but he doesn't know that you're going to be there waiting uh, for him. I I'm not sure that he didn't know an inkling because my parents probably. That you were that I was there, and, okay. And he wasn't that surprised that I. So it was kind of like a, "Hey, Jack, how are you? Let's get, let's so, go around Germany." So I took him off the ship for the day, and uh, we and showed him around Bremerhaven, which was just a little port city. Mm -hmm. uh, good seafood. Because that's really brought all the everything comes in right there. Yeah, and, um, 
we went downtown. I showed him. Um, showed him around. Got him familiar. Him and showed him a beer hall, what a beer hall in Germany was. And I think it's probably his first beer. That's a hell of a beer. That's a hell of a first beer to be having a German one. I don't, I don't know if they're... That was the best. I would imagine. Um, so let's double back to Bethany for a second. So we're going to we're gonna come back to what was, when you were here in 1961. Well, 57 to 61. What was the college atmosphere like? What was your... Because you're also an Alpha Sig. You're, you're, you get involved in other things. Well, I was a pledge for Alpha Sig. I really didn't activate until after mm -hmm. I okay. got out. After I came back for the second time. And uh, I was a pledge. Couldn't afford the 60 bucks activation fee. So. People are looking at that here, and you say sixty dollars, and their head just went boom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Now. It's I, no, I, I, I don't know what it is, but I can tell you when I was in, it was a lot higher than sixty. Nationals is very strict about that. Uh, sixty bucks was it may may get your foot in the door. But, yeah. <laughs> um. So. But building wise and everything, everything that we see, we're in, we're here today. We see it's it's there, right? Everything uh, everything that's on campus, like the art building. I was told was a gymnasium at one time. It was a gymnasium and a swimming pool. Okay, in the basement because I was on the swimming team. The I didn't know you were on the swimming team. On uh, the swimming team of Bethany for the first three years. Or the second three years. One of them. Who knows? Um, and then, so then, and you bring up the swimming pool. So the swimming pool goes from the art building down the hill to what is now the wellness center, right? Wellness center. Was where they, it was, there was an in-ground right. pool. Right. That was a full-size Olympic pool there. Down in the wellness. Yards. Yeah, it was only 25 yards. Okay. Now, the rec center isn't up there when you're in school either, though, is it? No. Is it, that's not no. completely... Oh, no. It wasn't there at all. It was a blank tennis courts. That's, so the tennis courts were up there, too. <clears throat> tennis courts were where the... the uh, okay. Where the rec center is. Rec the, the track center. Right. Right. The track park. And then that Hummel Field House was over on the left. Hmm. So... You went to school to be an accountant? Well, I went to school to be a chemist. <laughs> and I got first two years, and then I took a semester of organic chemistry. If you've ever thought about that. That blew my mind. That was the end of that. That <laughs> was the end of chemistry. <laughs> organic chem came, and Jack said, no, no, no. So how do you get into the accounting? Bill Chambers was the teacher for accounting. Okay. That's Bob's older brother. Mm -hmm. And I took that up right away because I liked math. I liked Bill. <laughs> Comfortability, you know. Yeah, you're... oh yeah. It was so easy to learn because if I had any questions, I just come to the store. <laughs> Can you help me with this real yeah. quick? So 
And you brought up the story, and there's definitely, I know I'm jumping around on you, and just as these that's ideas okay. hit me. That's okay. Uh, next store, and there's a lot of people, uh, Christian and I might be one of the last groups that actually remembers the storefront as a barber shop. Right. Right next door right. here to Chambers. Right. Um, and in fact, your dad was in charge of that. He was, he started that barber shop there. And there was. 1927. And there's a couple, there, there's a military story there where they, they had a military base here and naval. They naval. had a naval B-12 unit stationed here, which is, I don't know, runs in my mind, it was a couple hundred sailors. Yeah. And they were staying in what, Harlan, Phillips, in that area? Now, now where Richardson Hall is, Okay. there were barracks and where the Sigma Nu the old Methodist church mm -hmm. next door to that was two barracks on the KA side or on the like back behind them where there that open oh, yard is yes where the open yard is right, okay right in that area and uh, so there were seems to me there were six of them up on campus and then two more down two more down there and your dad was charging what quarter a haircut then you could get a shave and a haircut for 25 cents or two bits, he said. His little sign was shave and a haircut, two bits. Again, I think there's a lot of people out there that shave and a haircut for 25 cents. <laughs> what happened to well, us here? <laughs> he did a lot of other things. He took in shoes to be repaired. So he was a jack of all trades, he, kind of. He took in uh, shoes and he took in dry cleaning at the time. I don't know whether Harry still does that, but he. I don't know. I don't know. I don't go over. Oh, that's that's what the corner is up front, right? Yeah. Where the little where the set where the phone is. Yeah, that's where it was. You would hang the. You hang the stuff. Again, I think that was the last one. The last time I remember that whole area being used for that type right. of stuff was probably when I got here, 2010, 2009-ish. Yeah, I, I would guess so. Um, well, and your Chambers connection kind of intertwines through this story so far. Um, and you went to college with Charlotte, right? Well, she was a year behind. I think she graduated... 61 or 62. 60, I think we. I think when we when we looked it up, I think it was 62. Because okay. she. That's how we got. She graduated a year later. So, so you got Bill Chambers teaching you accounting. Right. You got Bob Chambers. You're meeting him in Germany and <laughs> having German beer. You, you. This this tight knit Bethany community here. It doesn't seem like you once you're here, you don't you don't get away from people. It's. It's a, everybody's a family. Everybody's it's, the same. Right? You know, the Hoffmans, the Chambers, the, the Schwarzfeggers, it seems like everybody is, a, the Mitchells, it seems Mitchells. like that's a family, it's the community. Right, right, that was, that was community. Um, so I, I have a couple more things I want to talk to you about. We're going to take a break after that, and then we'll come back to the second part. Okay. Uh, so you're, you're in Germany. How long did you stay, how long were you in Germany? I was in Germany for two years. Two years. Bob the same? Bob came about a year after I was when I got there. So there's a stagger. It's Yeah. You're you're there for two years, he's there for two years, but it might be Well a he year. was there after after I left. Okay. Because 
but we can talk about what I did in Europe. Yeah, what was what was Germany like? What was Europe like? Oh, I... You had a good time? I, yes. <laughs> I had too good a time. <laughs> I think that's why I don't have a passport. I don't know if I can go to another country, because they seem to be pretty strict on all these rules, and I'll find myself somewhere I don't want to be. Um, so you come back from Germany, so that's, you're coming back from Germany, or from Europe in 1963, you're coming back to Bethany, or 1964? 64. So 64, now you have the military experience, you have, you have your degree, what's the, what's the next step for Jack Hawkins? I worked in Pittsburgh for about three years as an auditor for a bank. Okay. We would travel around the banks, and it was Mellon National Bank at the time, and they had uh, 125 branches around mm -hmm. Pittsburgh. Ooh. So we would travel around. You were on the move a lot. Right, right. Um, and I don't want you to take this next question as an insult. It's, it's not an insulting question, it's just a time frame question. Back, so we're talking 64, you have, what kind of car you got? Because I know there's my those car heads out there are wondering what... I drove a 1953 Chevy Nova Super Sport. Oh, you were a... That's a nice, nice little car. You were cruising. <laughs> he was cruising around. <laughs> Um, well, Jack, that's a good place. We're going to stop right there. I'm going to send it to my sponsor, take a break. We'll come back. We'll do part two, and we'll pick up from, um, so we were at 64. We'll pick up in 67 after you get your three years at, at Mellon. Um, we'll come back, and we'll talk a little bit more about some stories. I got, you know, you know I've been here long enough. These stories, these rumored stories, i got to ask the man that's seen them. There's a story about that soccer field down there I want to ask you about the house getting launched up into the sky. So, but KJ, Kieran Dunn, Maple Shades Outdoors. If you haven't yet, get on YouTube, subscribe, hit like on the on uh, Instagram or follow them on Instagram and I believe on Facebook. Uh, he's got a bunch of stuff. We're still trying to push him to go towards March. March. I'm looking for a nice crew neck and a snapback. He's, he's got a very nice logo and his, his fiance did an amazing job with that. Without further ado, KJ, go ahead and take it away. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. While you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page. Enjoy some videos and some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk, so I'll talk to y'all later. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest is Class of 1961, Jack Hoffman. We left off in part one. Jack was at Mellon. He was auditing Mellon. Um, now my question, uh, uh, were you... So you come back from Germany, you're working in Pittsburgh, but you're, are you living in Bethany? Or are you, no. So where were you living for the for the duration of your... I was living in Pittsburgh on Wolfensburg, actually. Okay. 
little different, slight change from slight your, change from <laughs> from the the bus well, hustle and bustle. Just, right. And uh, I was working in the audit department of the Mellon Bank mm -hmm. at the time for about three years, and then John Graham, who was the the treasurer classmate of mine and he asked me to come back so you become you you come back and work now you're gonna work for bethany Cole. now i'm gonna work for bethany so let's talk about this so you're now you've gone you were you, you grew up in the town you're right. a student of you're a student and alumni of the college right. now you're going to come into a third role in your time and then, now do you move back to bethany for that once yes you, i did okay yes i did and we lived in Charlotte, mother, father's house. Up, up back on uh, on Pendleton. On Pendleton. Okay. Yeah. So you're back. You're the. You're now the. Are, are you the accountant for the college? No, or? I'm the assistant business manager. Is what the title was. Okay. Uh, which I took care of all the auxiliary stuff, the rental properties, the bowling alley, the. Bookstore. So I got to stop you there because I bet you a lot of people, I think the bowling alley that I know it, if I'm right, is what Boomers, where Boomers was, right? No. The bowling alley was across. It was where the admission office is today. Okay. So the what we know is the admission office was the bowling alley. The bowling alley. There were four lanes, I think. And so I've heard, you know, I got, there's a couple rumors. Two lanes, I'm sorry. I heard back in the day you used to be able to go down there. There would be, you know, you could get you could have beer while you were while you were bowling, right? There was there were you could with your meal and whatnot. You could get a meal down there, and it was kind of like what our boomers was, where no, oh, so you was, couldn't. That was uh, the snack bar, was, which is where I don't know where boomers is. Right next to the admissions office. It's that when you hook back to below the cafeteria. Like when you're going up the the cobble or the the brick driveway, the bottom part of the cafeteria. There was where the bookstore was, and yes, where the radio station is yes. now. And I don't know what's on the other side. The other side is uh, uh, student life, the dean of dean of students, oh, yeah. uh, residence life, stuff like that. That was all in Cranwell. All up, okay. Up on, uh, in the live, the old library. So, how long were you the assistant business manager? About twelve years. Now, same president the whole time? Is it, no, no, no. I think I went through six presidents. In that in that twelve year span, there was a, a lot of question uh, was one president when I was hired. Okay. <clears throat> Sandra Cox was interim for a while, and then there was another guy, I can't remember his name. It wasn't Cummings. Wasn't, no, no. Because he's later, he's later down the road for, right, for Bethany. Right. And I can't even remember Bullard. Bullard. Bull, I, I've heard the name. I've heard the name. Bullard. And he's, he was the last one because
because that's when I left. So what happens when you leave? Where, do you, where does Jack go or does Jack retire? No, I went to the Catholic Diocese of Wheeling, Charleston as business manager there for the whole state of West Virginia for the Catholic administration. Okay. I worked there for 30 years. So, so the the Bethany job was just a kind of like your your professional chops. Get a little bit more right. experience, and then your long term job was working for the the Catholic, Catholic diocese. Yes. Um, well, I worked. I took over the when Glenn Cox retired. Mm -hmm. Took over the B and G thing. Okay. And I was there for two years. I never took my shoes off because I was always ready. Had to go out. Mm -hmm. Especially, especially with the weather going on the way it, way it is now, right, you were probably right. out out and about right. all the time. Right. Um, so I have a couple. There's a couple other rumors from this 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 lovely little corner of our world. Um, there was a. I was told there was a where the where the practice soccer fields are. Right. There was a house. There was a house. I have a picture of it. And at at some point, that house. Got, got obliterated, whatever the... Is there a story there, or is there... Well, the guy that was there was kind of an activist, anti-government. Uh, Randall Gorby was his name. And he worked with the buying property for the Harry Krishnas in, in uh, mm -hmm. Cameron. Around Cameron, I don't know exactly what... But in that area. Where they built the palace of gold, and he would buy the properties for them. And that was like his niche. He knew the pro yeah. he was good at property right. and real estate. Right. And right. So was it them that they blew him up, or? Well, <laughs> there's a book out about it's called Monkey on a Stick, and if you'd like to read it, I have it. So. I, hey, I would love to because you ought to read that book because it's kind of shaky. Anyhow, apparently he had witnessed some murder somewhere along the line, along his line. travels, and he turned him in. I didn't like that. No, that <laughs> wasn't very smart. At least not to be that public about it. Yeah, you might maybe turn him in and just shush. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. But uh, my recollection is that there was a gas leak because somebody somebody had. But it was it wasn't that it was a natural gas leak. No. It was was somebody had went and maybe tinkered with some tinkered things. Tinkered with something. How that went? He would light so, a cigarette first thing in the morning, and apparently the. House was full of gas. Well, now, now he doesn't die though from that, right? He no, gets, he didn't. He, he gets saved. He he walked out of that house somehow. <laughs> that sounds like a bad cartoon. Like the house goes up and he just comes walking through the ashes. Somehow he did. He wasn't. Uh, he was burned, but he wasn't that bad. Um. The mayor at the time was John Cole. Okay. 
and he was at the cemetery when they blew up and he said that the roof came above the the trees and the trees. tree line and everything. It didn't drop down. So <laughs> there's 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 two other we're gonna we're gonna roll into. So I guess I gotta ask, since most people don't know, the corner little garage that uh was parked overflow parking or the parking lot as a whole for the for the bar for Bubba's. Um there's some interesting stories there too, because that was a gas station, right? That was a gas station. And Perry, how Perry Gresham owned the property and needed you know, Bethany needed a place to get gas and for car repairs. And there was a student that that uh, stayed and coached football and Bill Hanna okay. started the garage and he was a mechanic. And, and how long does the how long does the, the does I don't last? remember exactly when they closed that. Bill uh, retired. I think retired. I'd have to. If Bob were here, he'd know exactly. Well, because I, I can remember uh, Bob always telling the story that the biggest problem with the gas station is that nobody would actually fill up at the gas station. Right. They'd get enough gas, get enough gas to, get to get them get to Wellsburg, Wellsburg, and then you'd fill up down there. Right, right. So, with that property, there's a little bit of, there's a couple more, uh, as we talked about Mr. Gorby and his, his ba big bang here in Bethany. Um, there was a, before Bubba got the town, there was an, another owner of the bar who had a wife. And, Frank Calabrese. And there was a. Married to a uh, daughter of a dentist. She went to school here too. They, they were married and started page two where the um, first apartments were mm -hmm. on Main Street. There was a little shack. And at the time, I think it was a uh, laundromat. Okay. And uh, they tore it down. I think early on, it was even maybe the town jail. I didn't know that the town had a jail. I'm going to be yeah, completely honest, I didn't that know. That was a long time ago because it, it shows, I have a picture of the building at the time with a couple of students sitting out front. <laughs> long night. Long night. And that was their so now, place to... Page two, and there was the wooden keg too, correct? Well, that turned into the wooden keg. Okay. I think page two was the beginning, which was mostly Frank, and then the wooden keg came when Bubba start, worked there for a while. So Bubba worked for Frank. I, I'm not sure how that that works. And you know, no matter who I talk to and where you where, where we want to pull things, Bubba is the the mystery of like, well, did he work for Frank? When did he come to town? No, how he, did he came to town and started, maybe took over after, after Frank and his wife got divorced. And then he moved up the street to where, where Bison is okay. now. 
And so when Frank leaves town, it, there, and again, this is a rumor, there was some... I, I can't attest to... There, <laughs> that sounds like... I'm I, not going to end up like Mr. Gorby. That's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, I know. Burned. So, so Bubba comes to town. Bubba's here. Bubba starts up. Um, it's not the building that we know it, because there is no back to that building. When Bubba gets here, right? When right, Frank owns right. it. That and back is new, newer. Right. Um, what was the, was the bar a place that the town people used as well, or was it always more there of the... There were a couple people that... But it was always more of the college and the faculty, and that was right, there. Right, right. Because he had sandwiches. And now, did he do lunches or anything, or was it always no, an evening? No, just an evening thing, Okay. I think. So he was always that, I'll open at 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock, kind of opposite chambers. Uh, yes, he didn't. Uh, there wasn't a, I'm not going to step well, on Bob, Bob didn't do as much as Harry does in the deli. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, Harry did more of that after he came. So, I also I have to ask you because you were you were here in the prime of it. What was the Point Breeze Mansion like? Oh, it was great. It was. Uh, I can't remember exactly the year, but we just about completely remodeled. Mm -hmm. And Bob Sandercox in charge of that. He had Stone and Thomas and Wheeling decorated. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. I mean, you got to imagine, and for those of you who don't know, this building has probably nine or ten fireplaces. I think almost one, right. every room, every every floor had a room that had a fireplace on it. I, know. I think it did. The second floor did. The third floor didn't. The third floor, but so that was once they had. That was a ballroom. Originally. Originally. And then they closed it into the, where they kept their secret stuff. <laughs> so, and then the room, the building behind it, which would have been like the, for the, for the, it would have been like a barn almost, right? The stable and whatnot. That would well, have. That was the servants quarters. And then there was another building. They tore down. Oh. They had the. Uh, it was a smokehouse at one time. Okay. It might have been. But I heard that was a place people wanted to like the, the the extra building was like the upperclassmen that was theirs. Yeah, they would that go was theirs. They, they had a couple floors and you know four four or five guys stayed there. So. I have two I have two questions to wrap this one up. Why Bethany? If you were talking to somebody right now, they were saying, "Oh, I'm interested in going to going to college." Why? Why would you? What would you say to bring somebody to just the town of Bethany? Why? Why come to the town? Why come to Bethany? What, what's the What's the selling point? A hard a question. One. That's a tough question. Uh, get away from the hustle and bustle. You know, and you're not. You have a little bit more freedom. You're in a community. I, 
and that community's great. I mean, it's. I met you nine it, years it ago. Is, yeah. I met you nine years ago, and you just can't get rid of me now. Every time <laughs> I see you, it's. Nine <laughs> um, years. Wow. It might be longer than that now. That's what this is 2021. That's been 11 years, I think, since we met. Wow. Um, and then my other question to, to kind of wrap things up is. Um, so you, 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 you built, you built your family here. You, you brought right. your family right. up here. You, you yourself came up here. Right. Um, if let's avoid the, the college aspect of it. If you're a, if you're somebody maybe wants to get to work in Pittsburgh, but that tribe isn't that bad. It's an hour. You can get on old 50 or you, you can, can get, would this be a place to, to build a family now in, in 2021, is it the same atmosphere that you, you brought your family up with? or No, I don't think so, because it's more... Uh, Hustle and everybody's kind of moving? Yeah, they, there's a lot of moving in and out. And there's a, they're not the stable type stuff that they're used to. I, you know, those are hard questions. The last two, they have to be a little, they're, they're curveballs. Um, well, Jack, it's, I've been, I've had a great time. Uh, so have I. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil the other show that you're involved in just yet. Cause we haven't recorded it yet. But, uh, just so you know, Jack, this won't be the last time you guys see Jack. Um, we have a little, a little treat for everyone. <laughs> um, but this has been Jack Hoffman, class of 1961, here on the on the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. I am Carlo Guadagnino, um, and you know I realized I've been I've been selling chambers, pitching it at the end of every one of these episodes. And you know that guy that does the you said does a lot of work with that deli. He he does it in the promo. So I don't necessarily have to tell everybody about the shirts and the food and the and Harry's per charming personality because Harry Chambers take it away and show them your charming personality. Two, one. You've just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk, recorded in the secret lair deep in the hills of Bethany, West Virginia. Let me give a shout out to my man Don over at Maple Shade Outdoor. He got some great he's got some great stuff going on over there on YouTube and Instagram. Please make sure you check him out. Also, now available as promised, we have the second edition Bethany, West Virginia Mushroom Capital of the World t-shirts and our Chambers General Store. If we don't have it, you don't need it t-shirts. Available in all sizes. So, make sure you stop by the store for a t-shirt, breakfast sandwich, our sausage biscuits and gravy, and make sure to check out those daily lunch specials. You want to know by now.